So today, with Hashem Yisbarach's help, perhaps we're going to discuss another aspect, another nekuda of building sharim, building connection, building relationships. First, perhaps, a word of introduction itself, the recognition that really all our life is here to develop, to build, to create our eternity. And the eternity that we have is a connection to Hashem Yisbarach. The, the power of Olam Haba, there's no physical things, there's no good food, there's no nice cars. It's about the inner, the soul, the feeling that a person has, bifnim, the ruchniyastik of feeling, of being davuk, being connected to Hashem. The same word that we have in our interhuman relationships are also there in our relationship with Hashem. And our life story, the work we do in building healthy, pleasant, happy, loving, giving relationships here in this world are the tools that we have to develop our koiches hanefesh of building a meaningful and close relationship with Hashem. It's mishtakev. One represents the other, so to say. And the word we have the word of dveikus, of being cleaved together, becoming like one. That's the same word that we use, uboi sidbok, a yiras to live his life, to be connected in a deep and meaningful way to Hashem Yisbarach. Building healthy relationships with those around us is not just, it makes our life here so much more pleasant, so much more enjoyable, so much more beautiful, so much happier, Building meaningful relationships with the people around us gives us the space in our soul to appreciate and to be connected to Hashem Yisbarach, our Creator, the Creator of all of the universe and everything that exists within it. And that's the deepest yearning of our Neshama, to connect and to cleave to Hashem. So just a recognition that these things we do are meant to open our eyes, open our heart, open our soul not just to connect to the people around us, but through that to learn to connect to Hashem Yisbarach as well. So perhaps we'll start today, now the other direction. We speak often about the knowledge of Hashem's name. Or, Bechlal, about appreciating something about the name of Hashem. V'yiftuchu v'cha hu yoidei shemecha. Who's going to trust you, Hashem? Feel batuach, feel secure, feel safe, feel calm, knowing that he's in good hands. V'yiftachu v'cha, batuach, security, who? Yoidei shemecha. Someone that knows your name. Someone, kavyachal, that gets you. The name sort of defines the central core element of someone, something. V'yiftachu v'cha, yoidei shemecha. Ki v'shem kachcha ha-gadol v'gibor v'noira batochnu. We trust in your shame, Kachacha, Godel, Kibar, Menoira. That's what we trust in. We like it's recognizing the like the ultimate purpose that's expressed in this world. It's also true when we learn Torah and the Bracha Birchasatoy in the morning of Aharev no Hashem Alekain was Divir Saraschab Finu. When we plead and we ask Hashem Yisbarach to make learning his Torah sweet, we should in appreciate, which should touch our soul, the beauty of it, the expression of Hashem's will, to have a world of kindness and yashrus and good. We ask Hashem Yisbarach, v'ni anachnu, we should be v'tzeh tzoeinu, and our children, v'tzeh tzoeinu, v'tzeh tzoeinu, v'tzeh tzoeinu, kol am chobes Yisrael, kulanu 
first. Yoidei Shemecha, and then V'loim Dei Sarasecha Lishma. To know your name, because when I'm learning Torah, the whole idea of connecting, it's really related to what we spoke about previously with Hashem's help, about Shmi, about listening. When I'm listening to, to you, I'm getting to know you better, but I first have to know who you are at all. I can't connect if I don't even know who I'm connecting to. So there's a Yoidei Shemecha. The, the shame of Hashem represents the ultimate will, Kav of all of existence, what Hashem's desire is for the world, and it's Yoide Shemecha and them Lishma. The shame of Ayakiyadua, and it's obviously vast, Rukhavaminayam, literally endless, but a certain Akuda. The shame of Aya is Bigamatra Kiyadua 26. There are two words that together combine the central ideas of creation that together are the gematria of 26 as well. Each one of them is the gematria 13. Two words that each encompass big ideas. The first is the word echad, oneness, unity, connection, echad, everything being together as one, not two distinct separate parts, but certain sense of unity in the bria, symbiosis, harmony, synchronization, precision, precise interaction of all the pieces together, but unity is that the first one. The second is the word ahava, love. Echad is aleph ches dalid, the eight and the four and the one. And ahava is the two hays, an aleph and a base. So these two words, ahava is love. To be able to have the feeling, the sense of appreciating someone, and wanting to give to them, wanting to enrich their life, wanting to make them happy. The Svarim tell us the beginning of the Sefer Derech Hashem, and the Ramchal tells us that the purpose of creation was to give good. The purpose of the world was to give good. So giving, Ahava, bestowing good upon someone else. Hashem Yisbarach created the world. Why each and every one of us exist is solely for the purpose of being mekablim toiv, to have good in our lives. That's, that's why we exist. Sheyelanu tov, it should be good for us. And the second element that Ramchal explains, the greatest good, and the, really the world is from end to end, a glorious expression of Hashem's rotsa and lehit, of apples and oranges and bananas and pears and butterflies and birds and bananas and sunsets and the whole beautiful world that we experience and that we get to see a fresh air, the sun on your face, pristine white snow, v'chule, v'chule. The world is an expression of Hashem's loving kindness to every creature. But ultimately, the greatest kindness is to be connected to the One who created all of this. To be one with this will, with this ultimate will, this super will, to be connected with the Ratzon of, of the Bria, which was a Ratzon Lehetev, to be connected to Hashem, the source of all this good, that's the ultimate good that's possible for a human being to experience. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave us the ability to work, to earn, to build through the story of our life, to build a meaningful, deep, rich, profound connection, Kav with Him Himself.
And that's our Elam Haba, to be together with that. And that's the second part, Echad, to become unified, to become one, to connect to Hashem Yisbaruch Himself. All of this plays out in our life on a day-to-day basis. All of this is really the source of all our relationships. The home, the family, which is truly the source, the innermost, closest, the inner sphere of a circle, the closest, tightest connection that people have, sharing life together. Husband and wife, spouses, parents and children, siblings, brothers and sisters. A little bit further, aunts and uncles and cousins, but... Blood relatives, we're one, we're united together, we care for each other, we understand each other, we support each other, we want to be native to each other. The source of all interpersonal relationships is the home, the family, and from there it dissipates and spreads out further, friends, relatives, co-workers, neighbors, and so on and so forth. And within all our life relationships, we're looking for these two things. What's built into the human psyche so deep. We were created for these things. And this is what a person yearns for almost more than anything else in the world. Is love and connection. That's what we want so badly. We want to be able to feel loved and to have someone to love. And we want to be able to feel secure and safe that we're together with others. We mentioned last time. When you offer someone the opportunity to have a beautiful home, beautiful car, beautiful beach, the most wonderful that, that the eye could dream of, that could imagine, but you have to live it alone, no sane person would take it. Someone is living in a place where his relationships are painful and not rewarding, might feel that he wants that because he would want to escape because in his life as it stands today, the relationships are a source of friction and conflict, and pain, so that person would say, yeah, I want that. But if you'd be there for a week, you'd be miserable. Because we, we need, we need someone to be there together with us. Echad and Ahava. We need someone to give to, and someone that we feel is happy to give to us. If we look at life, it's something so simple, but fascinating to realize about humanity. Every society, I remember years ago when my wife was teaching in America, she got a a book, a magazine of school supplies for teachers. And there were many different like um, community units. You could buy big posters to put up on the wall of community helpers. A mailman, a policeman, a fireman, a nurse, so on and so forth. Different varieties, different shapes, sizes, colors, different types of people, different types of, you know, characters, but, but community helpers. Every neighborhood is composed of a group of human beings living together. Every society, a city, a village, we're living together. And when we look at it sort of from the outside, we see it's so built in such a way that there's different types of people that are able to contribute specific things with their talent, with their nefesh, that all of us need. But not all of us can do each thing. We need a kindergarten teacher who's soft, who's caring, who's patient, who's warm, who's loving. And we need a CEO to be running the whole government together, to be running the businesses. We need a policeman, someone who's brave and tough and wants to go out there and keep law and order in the, in, in the, in the tough streets. And we need an EMT who's willing to run out in the middle of the night and go to help somebody else. We need someone who's a Talmud Chacham. 
to guide us, someone who's studious, intellectual, could sit and learn for hours and hours on end, and to gain and acquire knowledge of Torah, to be kainah. We need a tzaddik to inspire us. We need a Baal Chesed to be running our Toim Cheshabbos, to be running our Kupash al And when you look at a society, you see the incredible, like, so to say, orchestration of bringing together of so many different personalities, talents, potentials, mindsets, which together, when they each contribute what they have, creates a healthy, flourishing, thriving society. This is not accidental. This is to allow space for the ultimate purpose of creation to take place. For us to be able to have opportunities to give and for us, through giving, to have opportunities to connect. The two words, Ahava and Echad, are each bigamatria 13 because they're interrelated with each other. Ahava is the desire to give. Kiyadua, the word have in the Gemara, means to give so. Yahavle, he gave to him. The word have is to give. Ahav means I want to give. And the desire that a person has when children need help with homework, when ch- children need money to buy things, when a spouse needs help putting the kids to sleep at night, when a husband needs help g- being supported when he made a bad investment that went wrong and he lost a lot of money, the fact that we need each other is a gift, not a bother. We live to give. Hashem created us in a way that we each have needs to provide opportunities for those around us to be able to give us. Men have certain strengths. Women have other strengths. That's perfect. That's great. Because now we each need each other. When a husband is able to be there for his wife, the fact that she needs, it's Ahava. I want to give to you. I want to make you happy. I want to enrich your world. Whether you need emotional support, a lady calls up, I just got stuck, I'm on the highway and I'm all nervous. And then says, don't worry, it's going to be okay. The ability is able to be there for her. When a woman is able to be there for her husband, when he's tired and drawn out, he had a long, hard day in the office, things didn't work well, or in yeshiva, in kailo, whatever it is. And she makes him a special you know, supper, a little dessert, she sits there and listens to him, and so on and so forth. The fact that we each have needs, children, how much it demands of parents to provide for our kids, their babies wake up in the middle of the night, feeding them, changing their diapers, their doc, they need to go to the doctor, they're sick. So much time, so much effort. They're crying, they're kvetchy, they're upset to be comforting them. It's, it's so beautiful. It's so much giving. I want to tell you honestly, recently I was on the bus, maybe about a month ago it was, not so, so recently. But something I witnessed, it was, it's so simple, but it was so beautiful. I live in Kivatsev. And a woman got on the bus, a young lady, I don't know who she is. She got on the bus with a whole bunch of kids, like six or seven kids under the age of probably like 10, 11, 12. Like, oh, Kanai Nahara, beautiful Yiddish Mishpacha. And they get on the bus. They must have been out. And, you know, I don't know if they went to visit Bubby and Zadie, if they went shopping to take care of errands, whatever it was. And on the bus, it was the end of the day. The kids were tired and some of them were cranky and something. And I was just witnessing this. A family and every child is his own little world. And he has his own needs and his own things. And the mother was so patient and so caring and so giving to every one of her children. It was such a, such a Kiddush Hashem, so touching to see this. This is, what, this is what families are meant to bring out from us. Giving, kindness, and it creates chibur, it creates connection. A child that doesn't 
in, you know, in theory, if a child wouldn't have needs, so great, we could relax and we could read the Mishpacha magazine, we could go sit outside on the back porch. It would be wonderful. No, it would be terrible because our soul would be squashed. We wouldn't have the ability to give. HaKadosh Baruch Hu created, here's Ava. Enlighten them. Give them joy. Compliment your children. Help them know that you're happy when a child walks into the house. Stop what you're doing and give them full attention. Hello. It's so nice to see you. I'm happy to see you. That, that itself is such a gift. A child needs to know I'm worthwhile. I'm valuable. My parents cherish me. They love me. It's a different life when you feel cherished. And we think about, we mentioned earlier also other times, Yoer Hashem Panavei Lecha. A Kayan gives Klal Yisrael a brach. Hashem should shine His face upon you. We should be Zaycha to feel it. He always is doing it. We should be Zaycha to, to notice it, to see Hashem signing His face upon us. But that's something we do for each other. Put away the phone when the spouse comes in. Look at them. Smile at them. I'm happy to see you. Radiate out of joy. How much Ava's just in that itself. Giving, because it's fulfilling a need. And through fulfilling needs, it creates connection. It creates unity. It creates a feeling of closeness. It creates a feeling of not being alone. One of the greatest pains a human being can experience, the two actually, I believe, are really based on these two ideas of Echor and Ava. One is a being worthless. Chas v'shalom. No Ava. Nobody wants to give me. Nobody needs me. I'm not even important to anybody. I could die tomorrow and nobody would like care. Nobody would cry. That pain of being worthless is horrible, horrific. And the second is the pain of being lonely, being alone, floating around, not being connected to anyone. Rabbi, Rabbi Abraham J. Tversky, Zechatzadik Levracha, years ago I read something so fascinating. He said when he was younger, he grew up out of town, he went to a public school. There was no Jewish school in his town. And he was friendly with all the people in his class, but, but he was a Yid, he was a Frum Yid. And in the afternoons he would come home and he'd be alone. He didn't go to hang out by friends' houses. The environment wasn't proper for a Yiddish boy. And he said he was once asked, aren't you lonely? You have no close friendships, aren't you lonely? And he said back to the person who asked him something so profound, so beautiful, it's really so simple, but like many profound things. He said, listen, there's a difference between being alone and being lonely. A person, one is a physical state, one is an emotional state. A person could be in a baseball stadium with 70,000 other fans. He's not alone, but if nobody cares about him, Nobody really knows him. Nobody's interested in his well-being and his welfare. Although he's not alone, he could feel so lonely. Disconnected. There's no echot in his life. He's not unified with anything or anyone in a meaningful and deep way. And the converse is also 100% true. A person could be sitting alone in his house. He's alone, but he's not lonely. He knows his parents love him, his mother, his father, his siblings. He knows that Hashem Yisbarach loves him. And he loves himself. He has himself to be friends with himself. He's connected in a meaningful way to who he truly is. So this is really what we crave. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu designed the world for us to have opportunities to create echad, to create oneness, to create unity through expressing Ava, through giving to each other. I want to share with you another beautiful insight. We say also about HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Ava Rabba Avtanu Hashem Alekeinu. Hakadosh Baruch Hu loves us in intense, 
powerful love. The word rabba doesn't necessarily mean numerous. It's rav. It's like when it's a bunch, a lot of things that are all put together like a laser beam. is a light that's all crowded into one beam and it's such intense light. It's ava rabba. So many elements of Hashem's love that are packed into His love for us. It's such an intense and strong love. Ava rabba aftonu baruchato Hashem aboicher ba'amo Yisrael bi'ahava. Hashem chose us with love. Baruchato Hashem oyev amo Yisrael. These words we have to take them into our heart to live our lives feeling Hashem's awesome love for us, for B'nai Yisrael. And that's expressed through the Torah. Its own separate topic, not to go into it in let now, but the Yisrael Vairais of Akutubrichu Khadu, the Torah is Anonafshik Sovis Yahavis. Hashem wrote his will and gave us his will. And through studying his Torah, we were able to connect him to become one with him, the greatest expression of his love. But I want to focus on the word Ahava. We mentioned earlier the word. Have is to give. Ahav means I will give. And it's really like the Pasik, like the, the Chazal tell us about HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Anon Nafshi. My desire is to give. We have to recognize and, and see and a- appreciate that all our life experiences of interacting with co-workers, with people in shul, people that need encouragement, people that need support, people that need forgiveness, people that need understanding. These are all opportunities to give. And through giving, we're learning to emulate, to open our soul, to connect, to become one with others. But the word ahav has another deeper meaning. Not just I will give. I will give myself. Ahava means, I desire to become one with you. It makes me happy to be close to you. When somebody needs something, it's not a frustration. There's nothing else that I would rather do. I'm happy. If you need, I'm happy to fulfill your will. Uh, Obviously, sometimes within parenting, within interactions with others, for the sake of the other person, I need to give him space to do it himself because he needs to feel good about himself. He needs to feel like in an individual. Sometimes by being overprotective and overgiving, we could crush someone's independence and believe in themselves because we never give them the opportunity to do anything for themselves. 100%. But that's where it's a cheshbin where I'm not giving because I care about you and I want you to be able to build your own self-esteem and believe in yourself to have strength of character. But in its essence, I love to give. I'm so happy. It's not a bother for me. There's nothing I'd rather be doing now than helping you if you need help. I live to give. Ahava, to go with Hashem. Through giving, every time I give, I share with you. And it's also true, I want to just mention, every job in the world that anyone has, if you're earning a salary doing it, you're providing something for the people around you that they need. Am I focusing on getting a paycheck at the end of the month? Chas v'sholem, I would say. Or am I focused on making a difference with my life in the lives of the people around me? Whether you're selling on Amazon or you're working in a nursing home or owning a nursing home or you're an accountant or you're a doctor or a lawyer or a taxi driver, I'm enriching the lives of the people around me. I see myself as a giver, bringing good to the world. And I'm passionate about that. Not about making sure to do my job well because I want to get a raise because I want the people that I'm helping to get helped well. I care about what I'm doing. We live to give. We, and through that, we create meaningful connections. Again, Rashi says, even Avram Avinu, on the way back, he went back to the same places. There's something about, I don't just, like, I need a place to sleep. So I stop into Motel 6 and I slept and I leave. The next day, like, 
No, just being there. Obviously, in those days, um, inns were a little bit different, family-run, personally-run, than perhaps a hotel chain today. But still the concept of through experiencing life with other people, I connect to them. And I build, I broaden my circle of connections by letting every single one of my interactions with the people around me be meaningful, be in, in, in an interaction of ahava, of giving, of giving in myself, and through that, creating a connection to you. Ahav means I want to give myself. When I give something to someone else, this, so to say, the same type of idea that we spoke about, Shmiya, when you listen, you're taking in someone else's mindset to you. When you're living a life of Ahava, when you're giving to others, every time you give, there's a little bit, like the Mikhtar Melio says, there's a little bit of you in them. And the Ahava leads to Echad. The Ahava leads to echot, to that unity, to that closeness, the sense of security and being one that we all crave and yearn for so, so much, deep, deep, deep in our soul. Nafshi choylas ahavosecha. We crave to be loved and we crave to have someone else to love as well. Through all this, we should be zaychak, the should help us all to be able to open up ourselves to live a life of neshama, a life of selfless devotion, a life of giving, a life of creating connection with the people around us that we care for so much. And through that, to be able to open our souls to feel Hashem's endless, awesome love for every single one of us, how much Hashem desires to make us happy, how much Hashem is giving to us. Together we should all go to see the Or Chodesh Hatzion Torah when the world will be filled from end to end with the light of Hashem's eternal goodness. Together we should go to greet Mashiach and dance in the base of Migdosh. Have a beautiful day.